Welcome to Parenting Kids and Dogs 101, a limited series podcast for parents who live with kids and dogs, or plan to. I'm your host, Michelle Stern, the founder of Pooch Parenting. I'm not just a certified professional dog trainer and former teacher, I'm a mom too. In each episode of this series, I hope you feel like I'm chatting with you, one parent to another, about life with kids and dogs answering common questions my clients ask me, and giving you simple solutions to make your life easier and safer. I hope you'll subscribe and join me for the whole series. And don't forget to grab the accompanying workbook at poochparenting.net slash podcast workbook. Enjoy! In episode four, I'm going to talk to you about how you can prevent your dog from growling at your kids. This is a huge topic, and I often hear from people on social media who send me direct messages saying, help, I can't have my dog growling at my kids. This is super scary. What if it's dangerous? And so in this brief episode today, I want to talk to you about what growling means and what you can do to prevent it. I'm going to start with some great news, and that is that growling is communication. So what do I mean by that? Well, your dog is likely telling you that they are experiencing stress by using their body language that we've talked about in earlier episodes. So possibly they're using their body positioning, they're yawning, they're licking their lips, etc. to tell you that they're uncomfortable with something that's happening around them. And if we don't step in and intervene to help our dog to feel safer, then they will escalate and they may escalate by using their voice, which is a growl. And then if we disregard the growl, then they may go in for a bite. So in other words, growling is a lot like the yellow light in a stop signal. It's a warning because you can imagine how many accidents there would be if we didn't have a warning before we were going from go full speed to stop. And dogs are the same way. Another analogy that I've heard about growling is that it can be compared to the warning sign of a smoke alarm. So it gives you information you need to keep everybody safe before a fire erupts in your house. The biggest risk that many families experience is that the growl is so scary and takes you by such surprise that we yell at our dog or punish our dog for growling because we think, oh my gosh, this dog should not be growling at our child and they should know better. But here's the big problem. The risk is that if we punish the growl, the dog will stop communicating and go straight for the bite. So oftentimes I hear from people, my dog bit my child, the bite came out of nowhere. If your dog had a history of being listened to and supported, then your dog would keep communicating. So some additional good news is that if we are paying attention to the signals that our dog is giving us from body language to growling, and then we offer support to help them feel safer, they should not escalate to a bite. And in fact, if we can interrupt them before the growl even starts, so for example, if we see our dog start to get really nervous, start to look around, lift up a paw, start yawning, and we intervene and move our child away, then I suspect your dog will never have to growl in the first place, which is fantastic because we want to build trust with our dog so that they can know that we will step in and save the day if they're uncomfortable. 
If you like what you're hearing so far, don't forget to grab the free workbook that comes with this limited podcast series. All you need to do is head over to my website, poochparenting.net slash podcast workbook. It's very common for parents to freak out if their dog starts to growl at their child, and we might be worried that our dog is a bad dog. But again, I want you to remember that growling is communication, and you should literally tell your dog, hey, thanks for talking to me. Thanks for letting me know you're uncomfortable and not punishing them at all. Because at the end of the day, by growling, they got your attention and that prevented a bite. It is very difficult to acknowledge the fact that your kids might be doing something that could irritate your dog enough to growl at them. But if your child is able to approach your dog when it's sleeping or resting, or perhaps your child rushes up to hug your dog without your dog giving consent, these are all potential problems or triggers that might get your dog to growl in the first place. So we have to do a combination of teaching our children about what appropriate respectful relationships with dogs look like. And then I'm going to mention it again. My favorite tool is management. So if our dog is taking a nap, we can put a pen around them or close a baby gate or move our children to a different space where we can keep an eye on them so that they don't sneak over and try to lean on the dog or pet the dog while they're resting. So that's one example of how management can help save the day and prevent your child from doing something that might cause your dog to be uncomfortable or to growl. Another potential trigger for growling is that your dog is in pain. And so if this is a new behavior that's come out of nowhere, I would encourage you to look around, look for triggers, and then maybe book an appointment with your veterinarian to determine if your dog is having some kind of a physical issue, an illness, or maybe has an injury that has gone undiagnosed so far that might cause your dog to be more sensitive than it has been in the past. So in summary, you should not be scared of the growl, but you should appreciate that your dog is communicating. Get curious, look for the triggers, and intervene so that your dog feels safe. Hope you found this helpful. Thanks. It's only natural for questions about our kids and dogs to arise from time to time, especially as our babies grow up and our dogs mature. And if I'm being honest, it's not really worth asking for free advice from friends or even online because you can't rely on the accuracy of the feedback you're getting. If you'd like to learn more about the Pooch Parenting Society, where I offer practical life and science-based tips and strategies, ongoing support, and a safe place to share, head on over to safekidsanddogs.com. From one parent to another, I see you, and I promise that you're not alone. Thanks for listening.